Welcome to week nine of Barbecue Sessions with Paulie and Squid. G'day sports fans. G'day fan sports. Uh, we've got a big show for you this week and this time I'm actually we using do. big appropriately. We've added a segment. <laughs> um, I'll get to that in a second. We've got uh, the round wrap to start us off as always, uh, followed by my favourite segment, Cole's a, Cole's prick. a prick. No butts Cole's this week. Uh, then our new segment, Talking Footy, which uh, I think I may have ripped off from somewhere else as a name. I uh, just couldn't think of anything else for it. Squib, any no. ideas on that no. one? Uh, well, maybe Matty Johns, I think you ripped it off, but I like it. I genuinely like a bit of footy talk. Apart from the weakest piss mates we've got in the banner page who were given <sighs> every opportunity to... Let's not not get carried away with that one just yet. We'll, we'll hold on to our criticisms of them a little bit well, later hold on. on. Everybody but Stewie, because I'm playing Stewie this week. So uh, everybody else no, no. is Okay, Squib, <laughs> I, get, I get where you're coming from, but you don't have to be, you know, like putting Stewie in quotation marks. You know I can see you, right? <laughs> None of these finger quotation marks. Like everybody but Stewie. <sighs> Anyway, oh, uh, after talking footy, we'll be going into everyone's favourite sub, uh, everyone's favourite segment. Go away, bitch. Go away, bitch. Uh, then our round preview and the close. Uh, so anyway, Squeebee B, mate. I'm sure you're uh, currently on cloud nine, setting uh, records. I, I I am, and and it is a record because. There's only two of us in the Club 100. That we can uh, verify. Ryan, that we can verify. Ryan, I'm very, I hope you uh, like the name of the club that I've given us, but we are Club 100. Uh, very exclusive at the moment. So much so you can't set up a group chat on Messenger because there's only two of us. So technically it's just me messaging Ryan. But I'll tell you what, if one of you boys do eventually join us and not anytime soon by Ryan's account... Um, then we will have a Club 100 group set up. And let's just say, for the effort that goes into scoring 100 points, it's going to be a lucrative club. It's the opportunity to maybe have some trade chats that Ooh. the other losers don't get the opportunity to have. <laughs> I might be letting the cat out of the bag here, Look, but I just want to give you boys a bit of incentive to join the club. That's all. I'm glad you actually brought this up. I've got two things to add to it. We have yeah. spoken about this, that I'm not sure if someone else may have cracked the century already. And this is, uh, I'm talking Dominado Cup royalty here. The blown V8, Rappo. I think, I think he may have got the triple figures once. Uh, everyone remembers the, the back end of his time in the nearly NRL just went downhill and downhill fast, but the blown <laughs> V8s did start off on fire, and I think they could have cracked the 100 very early on, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Now, well, you also see... mentioned about the other losers not being able to be involved. I'm like, well, does Ryan have the unenviable tag of being the loser in the 100 club considering yes he got the 100 but he had the 100 put on him well you know what the, the only thing that sort of suggests to me is there's every chance that I'm going to be on the back end of the next 100 club uh, inductee um, and just to jump on your little effort there about the blown V8s yes we're a very good team at the start did go downhill very quickly, 
Ryan has evidence that he is part of the 100 Club. Just so you know, in the process of you talking about said uh-huh. other person, I've made evidence that I'm part of the 100 Club. Rapper, I love you, brother. If you can provide any sort of evidence, we will add you and we will create the 100 Club chat. Well, you However, know what? right now... I am going to make it. evidence that I'm in the 100 Club. You give me <laughs> you give me a little bit of time, and after this podcast, I will be in the 100 Club. <laughs> oh, well, true, but as of this point, unless you score 100 points from day dot now, there is every chance we're not going to believe any sort of evidence you try to put forward. <laughs> and to make sure that that is the case... We are going to appoint Cole Bradshaw, the official anointer of 100 Club uh, inductees. So if your evidence doesn't get past him, and I have a feeling that we could legitimately watch you score 100 in a weekend and still not provide enough evidence, (laughs) then I'm sorry, brother. It might be a rather exclusive club from you. Uh, All right. Well, then, um, glad glad to know. I could just just imagine, you know, the grimace on his face as he anoints his little brother into the hundred club. And yeah, in the probably the same club. disappointment. Did he lose to uh, said little brother earlier on this year? Oh yes, yes, yes. He, yeah, in yeah. fact, he hasn't beaten a brother. No, no, that's right. That has been the premise of a little bit of the shit we've given Cole uh, yeah. during these episodes. So uh, you're right. Probably the same disappointment. Anyway, let's <laughs> let's uh, move on past your hundred, which you know is a massive we'll, thing. We'll talk about we'll it. We'll come again back later to on. it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what about the sin bins and send offs this weekend? Holy Mate, shit! What a game changer. Honestly, oh, look, um, I appreciate what they're trying to do. Okay. Mm. Uh, I don't know if I'm a massive fan of it though. Yeah. The thing is, I don't get the it, the lack of consistency on it. You've got yeah. some where it's like, yep, he got hit in the head, he's on report, but you're not going to the bin. It's like, well, hold up. I'm like, if that's a sin bin in the previous game, surely it's a sin bin in this game. Yeah. And when the decisions are actually coming from the bunker, not the man on the field, like, I get it when you've got the man on the field that's, you know, makes a spur-of-the-moment decision, it's not going to be the same as the next bloke over. But when you have the bunker reviewing it, it's like, well, you've got all the precedents to look back on and think about, like, oh, wait, hang on, we said that should be a send-off last week. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's got to be a send-off now. Like, how do they get it so different and, you know, yeah, seemingly man. so wrong? That um, There were a few this week where I genuinely... Thing, it was over the top. I mean, and then I go back, and he's one of my own players. Um, again, we'll probably talk about the scenario and how I got him, but uh, Fui Mayona, as soon mm. as you saw it, you knew that was a send-off. Whether they were cracking down on it or not, that was a send-off play, right? Yeah. So, like, it, it makes it hard because you do have that in the mix, but then some of them are the sim bins. And look, you know what? If it's in the case of trying to protect players, I'm down for that. Um, I just I don't know if they're using the right scenarios and the right player situations to enforce it with. 
Yeah. Um, and to clarify more, I, I'm talking about the Tedesco ones where I feel like every single time he's found himself in a situation where he's been concussed, he's usually already on his way to the ground. 100%. And so therefore, it, it's it's not like players are racing out of the line and smashing guys in the head deliberately. Yeah. And um, like, but then... you got to think about as, the defender. You've got James yeah. Tedesco running at you, one of the best players. Same as like you've got Caelan Ponga running. These guys that are known for their footwork, as if you're not shitting yourself as a defender going... Where's he going? Where's he going? And then all of a sudden something changes and you're expected to react to it. It's not like you've got him with a swinging arm to the head. No. That, you know, when he's on his feet. Like that's that's what the send off should be. Like it, it was mate, deliberate, it was high, you hit him off. You you you're talking about a couple of the Simbins this weekend being tired forwards who just hung their arm out and slapped him across the face when he stepped. Mm. Now, as I said, the Fui Mayano one's a different one. Like, every single day of the week, you'd expect that should be a send-off. And that's what people were making noise about in the first place, yeah. is that inconsistency. They they are the kind of plays that, see you later, mate. Like, Papenhausen was in a world of nowhere, mm. right? And, like, he clocked him square across the chin. So that one's a legitimate one. They're the kind of situations you do want to see harsher action occur on that hasn't been happening in the past yeah but then as i said there, there were just times where i felt like you know what it's a tired forward he's thrown his arm up and you know what he's collected collected the the wrong part but it was a slap it wasn't nothing any anything more yeah. than that and all of a sudden they're facing 10 minutes in the bin now i'm sure i mentioned tired forward the forward probably loved the 10-minute break, but the pressure he's put under his team is ridiculous. Yeah. And then you just have to look at the suspensions. I can't I can't remember exactly how many ended up getting sorted, right? Oh, but it was a queue. It was a shit ton, and I'm pretty sure it was above 20. I think 24. And I mean, like, yeah. Like, you know what? That does sound like a pretty right number. And so you're talking about... These are people who are now out of the next round and like Dominado Cup, NRL, it doesn't matter. There are some teams that are really hurting this week. Mm. But so you know, it's the game we uh the game we still love and Oh I'm love not gonna it stop to death. following it because of it. Um Absolutely not. And as long as my game. team's putting hundred and ten points on the other team in Dominado Cup, <laughs> you have Greg Squibb locked in for life. <laughs> you, know, you know what I reckon? It will be interesting to see how's the tackling technique change. Well, you, like, you know what? If anything... Now, they, the coaches that, you know, even even when I was coaching 14, 15-year-olds, we were teaching them chest to chest. You know, yeah. you, you want to wrap that ball up. First person in, wrap the ball, then you take the legs. I wonder if we're going to go back a bit old school here and go, no, no, hit that midriff. Just Cut get bench, bench back a little bit, hit that midriff like... You think about, you know, some of these great defenders like Jake Trebojevic. Bring back Trevor Gilmerster. Yeah, but like Jake Trebojevic. 100%. He's probably not going to go to the bin unless he gets something horribly wrong because yeah. he has got that real low action. Well, not real yeah. low, but like he, he gets in low, bang, gets in under the ribs, and it takes takes care of the job. I wonder if that's what we're going to go back to now instead of the stand upright, try wrap everything up. Like maybe the first guy in. Yeah, come through and just make contact around the midriff. Second guy in is going to be the dude responsible for stopping the offload. Well, the, the optimist in me, the optimist in me, Paulie, says 
we're going to go back to, you know what, less gang tackles because you don't need everybody joining you when you're cutting them in half and and yeah. going a bit lower. So the optimist in me sees the positives in possibly that, people doing the proper rugby league tackle that we've all... Like, I don't care what you say, right? The hits that I love are the ones where they legitimately cut the bloke in half. Not Mark, not the big Mark shoulder Lanthorn charge. Craigfield. Oh, that's you know what? That's exactly right. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about, right? Where legitimate, they just cut them in half, and I'd prefer to see that. And you know what? That makes me like wince more than the bloke who tries to dive in with a massive shoulder charge and knock them off their feet. Mm. You know, the, the only one that I genuinely still may do a little bit of creaming of the pants about is the Chief versus the Spud and the way they came together. Yeah, but you but know what? That, they'd be send-offs. Yeah, they, they would be today. Yeah, now but you know what? Past the send-off. Them Trevor Gilmeister, and my favourite player is Beaver Menzies, and you know what? He was strong at cutting you in half. Yeah. Like, he wasn't the big hit. He's not going to run out of the line and, and snap, like, put that shoulder... He's the kind that you take a strong hit up at him and he hits you in that place. I don't care what forward or runner says. There are certain places where once you're hit, you are null and void and your only option is to get that quick offload off because Mm. you're not running anymore. And they're the kind of tackles I genuinely love watching and I hope it genuinely brings it back for us. Well, the the other thing I reckon, like referees want to get serious about it or not just referees, the game wants to get serious about it. Reward the legs tackle. Yeah. You know, like now, if someone makes a tackle around the legs, it's, it's chop the blokes straight down. They don't get called dominant tackle. They don't call that the player's surrendered. And they expect the, the player on the ground to move. So, well, no, no, no. He's, he's ended that guy's movement quite dominantly by tying his legs together. Let him hold him down a bit longer. Don't penalise the bloke for holding down for an extra two, three seconds. And like you watch how the tackling technique will change. Reward that low tackle, and then yep. all of a sudden, you know, people are going to be like, "Well, I don't need to try and dominate him while he's on his feet. I can, I can really chop him down, and then just, you know, I'll still be able to give my team a bit of a breather." Like, yes, if you take him down around the legs, the guy's a better chance of, you know, elbows and knees. But if you're allowed to hold on to his legs that little bit longer, what's it? What's it matter if he's on his elbows and knees? The referee's not going to penalise you. Yeah, and and you know what? Like, as I said, the optimist in me sees there might be a way to eradicate that wrestling move that they all do. The only thing that I I do fear is they are smart and I don't want to see the crocodile wrestle. So, you know, the one where they just grab one leg and just start rolling, doing the crocodile death roll. Like, I wouldn't want to start seeing that as a replacement for not wanting to go high and hit the head. But speaking of it, and like the, the death roll and all that stuff. Yeah. Like Josh McGuire, I like look, I, I I'm a Dragons fan, yes. I think Josh McGuire is a grub on the football field. Fucking him, right grub. Him getting done for dropping dropping in at the guy's knees. I can't remember who he was tackling. I'm like there was nothing wrong with that tackle. I think I, it was I think it was when he went to the bin. Did he go to the bin for a high shot or for Dropping like he hit him above the no. hip, oh, and the guy shit. falls. That's a good question. He's going to get suspended he for it. 
Yeah, but I don't know if um, he was, was binned at that stage. Yeah, there was absolutely nothing wrong with that tackle. And I was just like, the guy has hit him. Like, Jack Whiten's was terrible. Yeah. And, and saw, that's what the penalty's for. I'm 100%. Jack Whiten should have gone to the bin. 100% that's a penalty. The Josh Maguire one, I'm like, come on. That that did not deserve See, to be a penalty. did not deserve a binning if he did get binned for it. I can't remember what he was binned for. No, yeah. I, and you know what? I agree. Josh Maguire is 100% a grub, and you will not hear another thing out of my mouth to suggest he's not, right? He is a proper fucking dirty grub, right? Yeah. Again, I agree in the fact that I think the NRL is treading a very, very thine, fine line if they're going to start really clamping down on that and what what is that hip drop and what is just, you know what, like fucking gravity. But at the same time, I'd like to see sort of the referee to kind of go, hey, to the captain, hey, I'm going to be clear here. That was, that was a grub act. Pull him into line. I can't do anything about it. And you know what? I think over time... Players within the playing group. Thanks, Charlie. You tell us what you think, mate. Say hi, Uncle Paulie. Um, I think over time, players in the playing group will take that on because like, there, there have to be certain things that I can't imagine as a player you're going, yes, I'm okay with that, regardless of whether a coach tells you to do it or not. Like, there's just certain things. That particular tackle, the reason why... I think it's a proper grub act anyway. I just don't think it's a penalised kind of act. Is because that can cause so much damage to a player when it's done wrong. Oh, and 100%. I, just, I don't. I don't think like it, it's it has a, a space in our our game. Like at the like, end of the day, I if you've been... got to drop on a bloke's back of his legs to pull him down, except that you couldn't pull him down. Get back in the line and be ready to smash the next bloke. I would have been fine if Jack Whiten was actually sent off and not Sinbin. I would have been like 100%. Yeah. That was like, that looked horrible. But like the Josh McGuire one. <laughs> so it was Jack Jack Whiten on Adam Elliott. Like at the time on the on the page I put up, I'm like, oh, that was a shit go from Whiten. I, he, you, you have a look at it. He reels back from the tackle, has a look at his mark and then dives in at the knee. I was like, you've got to be shitting me. But then, you know, the Josh Maguire one, I'm like, he came in, hit him, his shoulder went into above his ass, and, like, he's got to go somewhere. He didn't then slide down and try to twist the legs. He's just yeah. tackled him and fallen to the ground. Yeah, yeah, fuck, that's a shit tackle from mine. There's a difference between the two, though, right? So that one's more that cannonball diving in directly at the knees where what Maguire did was kind of held him against the hips then just lifted his legs and let his body drop directly down and he was behind him at the points so if you catch both calves on your way down yeah, like, I just I hate get, to think of what the injury might oh, be I but either way I don't think Maguire's one was that was that bad that deliberate I, I think it was like he's let, going let's to... be clear I think it was deliberate as fuck Right, I watch it, and I think it's deliberate as fuck. However, I don't think it's like if you're going to try and penalise them kind of tackles, you you're going to get into the world of like the crusher tackle at the moment is ridiculous. Chat there terrible. are positions, 
Yeah, there were positions where guys don't have a choice. Like, the whole movement of the bodies just happens to land there and they're getting penalised for it, as opposed to somebody who's deliberately trying to crunch the neck. And, and, you know, so I I just think it's not something that you should try and police because it's going to be tough, but it's grubby as fuck. And that's where the players themselves should be saying, that's the kind of shit I wouldn't want to happen to me. So I don't want my teammates to be doing it to another bloke. You know what I mean? And and sort of let them police themselves in that sense. Yeah, you'd want to hope so. And especially, like, look, having to defend with 11 men on the field against 13, that's going to quickly make you uh, realise, ah, this is a bit fucked. You actually did all right, though, didn't you? Like, I don't think they scored one try, didn't they, during that period? No, they did. They got one one try when Maguire was in the bin, and they scored that try... And during that play, uh, Mayono, Fui Mayono got sent off. So, Pappenhausen <laughs> okay, got so the try assist, but as he got the yeah, try yeah. assist, he was knocked out by Fui Mayono, and then they scored again. Right, uh, like, right. It's just, you know, the Dragons had to do it. Um, I think, did Titans have to do it at some stage? I think that might have been a head high at that point that um, Maguire spent in the bin, though. Yeah. I, don't oh. think, I think he was on report for the hip drop. Yeah. And then he's been obviously suspended now or um, charged now. But, um, yeah, I think it was a head high then. So, yeah. But that's right. I do remember wow. <laughs> it wasn't Pappenhausen. Just realised that quick chat just turned into talking footy as well. Wow. I'm, I'm really sorry. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm happy to hold off our subject till next week now that we've actually got into that and taken up a bit of time now. But um, I enjoy it. Like, and... I enjoy getting to talk a bit of footy with somebody who understands footy and bounce uh, differing opinions. Even though we agreed there, I liked the different points on how why we agreed with each other. <laughs> you know, uh, well, I think we'll we'll still uh, we'll still keep our topic for this week, and I'm sure something will pop its pop its head up for next week as well. But uh, look, why don't we move into our round wrap? Uh, oh, the round wrap. Let's get into it. I know I'm this is something this week. That's, that's excited you. And look, <laughs> I've uh, hang on. Let me just. I've got to get the screens open because I have not got anything in front of me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've uh, just oh, quickly so switched. On. Archie's first. doing. Charlie's doing the run around the house. He looks cute as. <laughs> I do notice him <laughs> popping in and out there. Yeah, he's he's got his arms moving. It's actually really really cute. Um, <laughs> so, what was our first game? Our oh, Cecil Hill versus bit of a family Bronx. battle here, isn't it? Yeah, Cecil like, Hill Rangers. Christmas versus is the never going to be the same again. Is this the Gronk second loss in a row? Uh it may be. Because if I'm not mistaken, you and I had them sitting. We did uh, very high on the ladder. They've dropped. I mean, they're fifth. They're they're not exactly low on the ladder, but. Um, yeah, 43 to 32. And again, it just goes to show Cecil Hill have fought their way into the top eight. Um, and I think they're a team to not write off. Probably a dark horse, I think. Yeah. Um, they're not a team I'm looking forward to having to play again, that's for sure. No. Well, look, he's already put me to the sword once. And uh, yeah. I've got the Gronks this weekend, I think. But... Uh... Like, oh, you well, you're at, lucky you don't have to play them twice, so that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to think. Like, you look at that that score. Like, geez, he found the try line a few times, but just let down the people's play department. And 
not like it for a, a Frankie coach side to struggle in the attacking forwards department. Well, not only attacking, I think he's defensive forwards. Like, yeah, I think he, all he had was uh, for him. How do you say Reed Mahoney? I don't give a fuck. It reads it's, Reed that is Mahoney. Mahoney every day of the week. Uh, and Marnie. how? What? What? what Marnie, like, wake up to yourself. <laughs> Look, let's let's just, you know, it's their name. They can pronounce it how they want. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I shouldn't tell the bloke who's pronouncing his it's, name. It's pronounced Gary. Oh, shit. Sorry, Reed. Yeah, yeah. My bad, Reed. Uh, <laughs> you know? But um, only that that's the only defensive fall, which I must admit, I don't believe, is a very Gronks kind of um, team. They're, they're usually pretty strong in that department. Yeah, well, look, I just think that at the start of the year, we were all talking about David Clemmer, what a captain, you know. He was getting, he was involved in everything, but uh, I don't know, something, something's wrong at the Knights. Weird. Oh, isn't there what? Um, but, I don't know. I like, can't put my hand on it. You know the uh, the thing that came out on NRL 360 tonight? No, I haven't seen it. Might not have just come out tonight, but... Uh, there is secret talks about Mitchell Pierce possibly relinking back up with Craig Fix Craig, Craig Gibbon. Fitzgibbon at uh, the Sharks. Well, Knights apparently are trying to push him out. I've, well, I've with the shit that's been going on, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, to be fair, but like he's still a very good footballer. Yeah, um, I think it's more his off-field antics that get him into this strife, but. Yeah, I, I saw that on NRL 360, and I thought that was rather interesting. So you're right. Like, I think there is a bit of rot there at the Knights, and I don't know what changes they're going to make. Oh. Losing Kalen Ponga is not something I think they should be considering. But oh, you know what? At the start of the year, I remember hearing that even he could be considering heading back up north to Queensland. Yeah. Look, I'm, um, I think he's a massive talent, but God damn, he knows it. Oh, 100% he knows it. I, I think his biggest issue at the moment is more staying on the field, though. Yeah, but, like, you think about Tedesco when he first came into into grade. Yeah. No, no difference there. Like, a lot of these young guys, they come through and you know, they, they don't string together an awful lot of games to start with. And then, yeah. you know, a few years down the track, everyone's like, oh, wow, this guy's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like Benji. Benji was the same that when he first came into grade, that he was in and out, in and out so many times. Yeah. And then, you know, eventually body becomes, you know, season tough. But I don't know. I think that uh, I, ever since his, you know, remember his milkshake comment about Nathan Brown? And he's yeah, like, yeah. Just got sacked or whatever it was. And. His first comment was, "Oh, you know, no, I was just enjoying my strawberry milkshake." I was like, yeah, hang yeah. on, mate, are you are you serious? Like, that's a, that's a very weird thing to say, and like for a young player <laughs> as well to just be that vocal or because it was Nathan that, Brown at the time too, and Nathan yeah. Brown was the big reason he'd come to Newcastle. Yeah, and yeah, it just yeah, I don't know. I, like again, I think that was more an age thing, but. Um, look, at the end of the day, the Gronks, um, I was even trying to think, like Ramble, uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard in the team, 
and I thought he had a blockbuster on the weekend. Two tries. Um, picked up two tries. How Maybe did he you should have coded in people's player. Well, see, and that's what I mean. Like at first, I forgot about the two tries. So at first, I was like, "Oh, it wouldn't have mattered who you picked as captain." No, hundred percent, Gronks. It does matter who you picked as captain. No, who it doesn't like, actually, because you still would have lost forty-three to forty. Pardon? I'm like having a look at the three that get in there: Mitchell Moses, Reese Walsh, and Ryan Madison. Like, yeah, Ryan Madison had a great game as well. But like, what oh, more does a look, front rower have to do? Score two and, tries. Step and the tries back. weren't the tries weren't just run into the line and crash over either. Yes. Like for a front rower, as you said, he put a step on the fullback. But yeah, look, I don't know, I don't know what's going on there. But um, yeah. yeah, Gronks, I, I just think they're on a bit of a slide. But uh, anyway. keep an eye on these Cecil Hill Rangers. Hey, they I, got the I genuinely job. don't think they're a team that you should. Uh, fall asleep on. I think they can do a bit of damage. Yeah, definitely. Alright, moving on, game two. Uh, Do you really want to move on? Like, I'm looking at it. Your attacking forwards is phenomenal. You take away the bottom half of this. Like, you up the people's player and you're looking at that going, damn, this is a good game. Like, you've got six... I've got two, four, six tries. 18. Let's add 18. Oh, well, okay. Even if you add 18, oh, yeah. you that, still the 18 reasonably doesn't sure. make, a, make a difference. Like, James just scoring, like, James Tarmow, first try in, like, two years. <laughs> Sean Kepi, first try in the NRL. I'm like, they were his first two try scorers, front rollers. I'm like, you've got to be shitting me, don't you? Yeah. Like, like I said, I'm like I just want eight random numbers for him, and I'm going to put him into the Powerball draw. James just seems I'm, to have the uh, golden touch at the moment. I must admit, I thought Sean Kepi had a killer game and probably deserved a bit more than just a try and a category B attacking forward. He wasn't even a defensive forward and didn't yeah, break my heart. I, I didn't, I didn't even thought he did a much better game there. Yeah, I missed heaps of that game. And then, like, you know when you, you hear people score tries? So I sort of saw that, yeah, there was the try from, um, oh, Kepi scored. And I remember hearing it. Didn't even think anything of it. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And then when I get back home and I have a look at the stats, I was like, oh, well, hang on a second. Kepi and Tarmau both play for James. You've got to be shitting me. <laughs> so, yeah, that just killed me, along with 18 points. Now, saw in the um, the nearly sport email this week where they've sent out the round review and whatnot. I actually was wondering, you know, what's the worst some team was affected? And they put in there, oh, some teams had two players sent off and two sin bins. I'm like, well, effectively, I had two players sent off because it was my captain and I had three sin Three sin bins, yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh, get fucked. Well, as I said, though, a good thing to think is even if you had the 18 points, you still wouldn't have won. So. Yeah. That's, that's, um, it would have hurt a bit more. Well, actually, oh, no, you actually had a winning coach and still... Okay. Oh, it was his tries. Tries get him across the line. But, like, 
you know, if well, Papali... he only had two more than you did, mate. Uh, did he? So he's only eight points better in terms of tries. Two... Uh, to be fair, his defensive forwards did take a bit off, yeah? Yeah, um, they did 20 points or so off there. Yeah, but, maybe, you know yeah, what, maybe it is the sim bins that, that really affected you there. Well, you've but... got to think, like, Papali, or Papali'i, if he doesn't get sent, he gets the Category A. He was on the field... No, he was sent with off. With all due respect, didn't he get sent off with like thirty seconds to go? No, no. Lachlan Croker was sent to the bin with five seconds to go. Josh oh, Papali, okay. he was sent off with like you know, I think 30, 20, yeah, 20 to thirty minutes to go. Like, it was still a good chunk. Oh, of okay. Time. In that case, he, no, fair like, call. That yeah. He probably then comes close to the defensive. I consider. Well, he's a cat B attacking forward, so he would have been a cat A. Yeah. With twenty thirty to go, and he would have finished the game. He wouldn't have. I was like, ah, oh. and then like if Raiders, you know, he plays, Raiders go on. And... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I pull you up for a quick second? Yeah. You're talking about James Tamau and Sean Kepi scoring tries. You've got Moses Leota, uh, Josh Curran, and Nelson Solomona. Yeah. He's only two tries in NRL, but they were one after another, so, like, he's a prolific try scorer. <laughs> and he goes and does his elbow. <laughs> yeah. But you, Moses Leona, to be fair, I have seen him score a couple. Sorry for the background noise. All good. Um, but, yeah, then you've got Nelson Asafa Solomona. <laughs> You're not exactly full of prolific try scorers yourself. Hey, Nelson Nelson scored more tries than uh, any other front rower that's playing for Melbourne at the moment. So what are you talking about? Fair call. My bad. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw something else into the mix about uh, where you're at. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway, another yeah. another loss opportunity. But look. I do, I do take some confidence from it, but I'm starting to get some of those uh, attacking forwards. I'm like, okay, this is starting to, starting to look more like a team that I want to have. Be Which happy works for you as long as they don't get sim binned or sent off as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping we've all learned, <laughs> all learned from this week. All right, next game. Well, Cabbage, <coughs> excuse me, I think this uh, poses a question in itself. How many times have we had a duck egg for a team? Um, did Cole get one earlier this year? <laughs> Not 100% sure. I, I really want to go back through it, but I'm afraid my internet's not going to catch I up. I don't think he just had the no try for it. And Cabbage yeah, has tried it, and it doesn't work. I, I don't genuinely don't think there's been very many teams that have not only not scored a try at all in the weekend, but have recorded a duck egg. Yeah. Mind you, his captain, a.k.a. Josh Maguire, did spend uh, 10 minutes in the bin as well, so that would have hurt. Yep. And then doesn't get the attacking forward. Yeah. But, yeah, no, look at that. Yeah. That Penrith kicker, what a choice. Like, I, why would Ernie go the South's kicker? He puts a million dollars on a kicker. Now, you know what? I'm not often going to do this, so forgive me. I'm going to stick up for Ernie here. 
I too was somebody that was of the belief that South would do be doing a lot more this year than they currently have been. Oh, definitely be doing a lot more, but I'm like, I, more than Nathan Cleary's boot? No, you know what? I don't think it's so much Nathan Cleary's boot. Who would have thought after the year they had last year where COVID, didn't they go like 17 in a row? Yeah. Right? And if I'm not mistaken, it was only the grand final that has was their loss last year yeah. as in COVID and then have then gone 10 in a row this year. Yeah. But I didn't expect them to do it. And last year, Panthers kicked 77 goals. This year, they're already at 49. Okay, yeah. Okay, Ernie, you fucked up, man. You paid a million dollars from the wrong kicker. Well, but just looking on... at it, Lord Farquhar, 800,000 got him got him Penrith kicker. I think, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well done. Well done, mate. I think uh, old mate Steve, and I don't mean old mate in terms of his age, I just mean it in a, uh, like, just a saying... Uh, I think old mate, yeah, I think old mate Steve kind of licked his lips once he realised Ernest had spent a million dollars on the Rabbitohs kicker. I'm just, I'm not going to bag his decision there. I thought the Rabbitohs yeah. were red hot favourites this year and they're just not living up to what you'd expect. But um, a good game by Lord Farquhar. Oh, oh, definitely. I don't think they're in the realms. Game, no. No, I don't think they're in the realms of Cecil Hill Raptors or Rangers or whatever the fuck they've named their team this week. Um, but I do think they're probably going to cause that little upset here and there. I, in, uh, oh, I yeah. don't know. There yeah, isn't much more. They've, they've got Apart from... Cabbage, I'm going to no. tell you, even though I don't believe you listen to this podcast... Guess where Lord Farquhar put a fucking duck egg on you? <laughs> the cabbage patch. And I am going to keep bringing it up because it was just brilliant the way he put his arm around me. Nobody makes the cabbage at the cabbage patch, Squibby. Like well, guess what, Cabbage? Apparently here. this year everybody beats cabbage at the cabbage patch. So much so that even Lord Farquhar kept you to zero. At the Cabbage Patch. So, enjoy that, brother. Enjoy that. But look, the grass is looking good at the Cabbage Patch. Let's just be honest. Oh, man. The fertiliser he's throwing on that bad boy. <laughs> Nobody else can try and even claim to have the same sort of stuff. <laughs> Not unless Cabbage is coming and laying a cable in your front yard. <laughs> let's right. move on to the next game let's like oh, i can't contain the excitement enough I think, I think there's 110 reasons to move on to the next game <laughs> well welcome squibby to the hundred club and yes i just referred to myself in the third person um i just think you, know it was nice of muffin you tell me what you think you. sorry i just think it was hey. nice muffin stuff has inducted you like hey i'm here by myself here you go, I, Squib. Here's the try I, line. How about you find it a few times? I feel privileged that the Muffin Stuffers were languishing very lonely in the 100 Club. And he's going, you know what? If there's a bloke I want to join me, 
yeah, thanks for the yawn, mate, but uh, keep it to yourself. <laughs> um, if there's a bloke I want to join me in the 100 Club, I've decided it's going to be Squibby. And thank you, Ryan. I genuinely, I owe you a case. You tell me what beer you want. I'll like send it to your right. way. Mate, like, how good was it? <laughs> um, let's, hold on. Let me, you, you talk for a bit while I try and count how many tries I scored. Um, um, don't forget to take your shoes off. You're going to need your toes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, look, all across the board. Like, 12, how many attacking 12 tries. did you have? One, Mate, two, yeah. Seven, eight, nine attacking forwards. You 12 have, tries. You only have six starting. Yep. 12 <laughs> tries. Didn't two of them to my captain. Nine. Yeah, you know what? And I didn't have a winger. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I legitimately named 16 people this round. You only had nine forwards named. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every forward you named got you an attacking forward. Like, I just went through and checked. and like, hang on, how's this add up? Who do you have on your bench? Oh, you had Chad Townsend on your bench. You had three forwards on your bench. All get attacking forwards. Six oh. starting forwards. All get attacking forwards. And only three of them decided to even tackle for the weekend too. So. Lazy bastards. Mate, mate, look, you know what? I can laugh as much as I like. Five people in the people's player. You know, and, and here's here's what got me there. I was already with on 40 points after Friday night because of the Manly kicker. Yeah. Now... You, you tell me who would have signed the Manly kicker at the start of the year. Nobody. No one. That's why they were no, there. In fact, nobody did. Um, I bid awfully low um, and found myself in a situation where I'm like, well, I might offload the Tigers kicker. Let's give the Manly kicker nine goals. Um, I'm I'm very nice happy. That and Garrick found his boot, that's for sure. Isn't it? And I, I, genuinely, the only reason I hit 100 was Fui Mayona was my only sin bin slash send off this year, this week. Hey, so, oh, I, I was, I was going to say, wait, hang on. How did you. Fui Mayona was on your bench. How did you yep. get nine attacking forwards? Because he played in the centres. Oh, eight. Sorry, I must have double counted. Okay, so you had eight attacking forwards out of your eight eight forwards named. All right. Okay, yep, yep, fair call. Yeah, okay, good, because you had me fooled for a yeah, second. So what, and I actually don't even there? know. How do I do that? How good am I? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, of them, uh, man, all of them brought... So good. Just give him another attacking forward. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? I'm very happy with that, and I'm glad to get to the 110. Well, and if know, I'm not mistaken, there's one rule written into the bylaws that say unless somebody scores more than 110, I don't have to pay my way into next week, next year's comp. A hundred percent. You've uh, your your fifty dollars stays in the kitty. Well done, mate. Thank you. Thank uh, you very much. But look, it could go. It could go. I, I think maybe the bigger claim here is. You're not only in the 100 Club, but I think you can safely say you're the first to make it into the 100 Club with a player being sent off. <laughs> I don't disagree with that. It's a hell of a feat, but yes, we made the 100 Club. I think, you know what, I want to go back to uh, Ryan's photo. 
I think I'm the only one in the hundred club that actually only played sixteen players in the. Con uh, yeah, well, we get, we don't well. see every everyone in Ryan's photo. We only get like the first few names. Uh, typical, but you know what? It's still proof he's in the hundred club, so I'll accept that. Photoshop. <laughs> so, uh, uh, should we? You know what? Try the best, go through best... where he went wrong this week, or we don't have enough time. I genuinely don't think we have enough time. Um, what I do love, and I can't remember if we're keeping it for a later segment because clearly I'm a little inebriated. Uh, I do love the fact that he held on to that photo. <laughs> I, I reckon as soon as he was down by 40 on Friday night, he's quickly flicked back and gone, hold on, there's proof that I made the 100 club here. <laughs> and he's held on to that photo. I even gave him till Tuesday and late Tuesday night to go, all right, nobody else has said it. I'm going to celebrate it a bit more here. <laughs> yes, I'm happy with my score. And he's gone, flick, I'm in the 100 club too. <laughs> I can imagine so well played. All weekend just staring at that photo, having a drink. <laughs> yeah. like, I made 100 first. Yeah. Prick. Cause, yeah, because come Saturday, I was already on 102. I even flicked you a message going, I'm actually in a really good place here to stay above 100, eh? I've still got Luai, um, Coruscant, like Ravalawa. I've got a few players who can keep me above 100 here. And then, he's hoping. For him, man. And, and you're like, yeah. oh, shit, oh, well, 100. That, that was a lovely 100. Then Ravalawa scored for a hat-trick, and I went, and here it's back, back. again. Yay! <laughs> uh, good times. Uh, but again... Cheers to you, Ryan, for being given the opportunity from Friday night to not have to watch rugby league for the rest of the weekend <laughs> because you were nowhere. <laughs> it was oh, gone from you. Wow. Good bloke. There are far worse blokes in the competition. And what I mean by that, uh, there are far more cunts in the competition that should have been on the back end of that kind of scoreline. But unfortunately, it was you, Ryan, so cover it. Mm. Well, I wasn't going to name names, Ernest, but yeah, <laughs> sure, Cole. Let's let's just throw him out there. <laughs> All right, moving on. Speaking of Cole, uh, another loss to the Farabaras. Another loss. Yeah. Yes. And uh, um, this time, Crazy Horses does it without David Fafita. Another. Can loss. I say? I, I'm sorry, I missed this earlier, and it's not just because we're talking about Cole. Keep going. You've dropped to 10th, brother. Well, How did yeah. I miss that when we were talking about your game earlier? Uh, because Sorry. you just skipped straight past it. Yeah, well played. I <laughs> Credit where credit's due, mate, and I'm giving it to you right now. But back to Farabarra's Crazy Horses. Am I surprised by the, well, by the both, result? No. Am I surprised by the scoreline? Yes. Yes. I, I didn't think that uh, Farabarra's would get that close. No. Um, but in saying that, Crazy Horses didn't have David Fafita and, yeah. and did have David Fafita as their captain until the 11th hour. So, uh, yeah. Would like to say it made a difference, but no, it didn't. Herman SASA getting sent off, that made a difference. <laughs> well, so, wouldn't you feel like the proverbial champion, uh, Consolidated Union of the National Transport? If you may have been the one to have raised Kev's attention to the fact that his captain isn't playing this week, only to be saved by 
maybe a silly play by SESA to get out of that? Um, no. Okay, cool. Yep. All right, so let's move on to the Except next one. conscience. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, not much more to take from this one except uh, Titans kick up not the wise choice. No, no, you're only the same right didn't, didn't he have Tigers and Tigers put some points on this week, didn't they? No, 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 no. I had the Tigers and then I signed the Seagulls. Who did he have as his I'll kicker? I'll stick up Titans. for that. But, um, Oh, no, he did the coach spot. That's right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, All smart right, move, well, smart move, Squib. Thank Moving you. On. <laughs> thank you. Oh, you know what? Then this is the part. Shout out to Stuart. I love you, brother. I hope you're getting to work all right today, even though it's probably Friday because I'm sure it's pretty late tonight and Paulie will get onto it tomorrow. So happy Friday, Stuart, brother. Hope you're enjoying your drive to or from work, whatever it happens to be when we release this. Um, I'm proud to see that if there's a name change that deserved to be made after last episode, this is the one that came in. Worldwide. Prestige. Stige. Stige. <laughs> Brilliant. Unfortunately, it didn't work for him, though. No, but high-scoring game. Like, fuck me dead. Yeah, Definitely. That's Definitely. crazy, this guy. Like, you know, like he's on a roll, Stuart. You know what? I've got to play him this week, and I'm slightly happy that I don't have to play him again twice. Like, yeah. this is the re- Just so everybody understands in case you've missed it, this is the round where we don't play this person again this year. Right, so whoever you've got, this Ooh. is your only opportunity to knock them off. So anybody playing Cole or Paulie, you're not going to get another opportunity. <laughs> Don't lose, right? <laughs> and uh, so I've got worldwide prestige this week. Even after putting 110 on, I'm still not 100 percent confident that he hasn't found a little bit of his mojo. Well, you know what? Like this, even though we lost. I think this gives him enough confidence to say, I'm holding on to Jake Trebojevic just a little bit longer. The brothers aren't reuniting, mate. No, fair call. Fuck you, Ernest. (laughs) All I needed you to do was beat him. And you couldn't do it. No, hold on. He beat him. You did do it. You just didn't do it bad enough that I would have joined the brothers together. Mind you, at the same time, I love Jakey. Genuinely love Jakey. Just don't know if his his points would have. Well, he'd be a good replacement for Fui Mayone. Yeah, I was going to say, Matt. In fact, Stewie, uh, I know you listen to this podcast. <laughs> Check your trades, brother. <laughs> yeah, so if you still had uh, Jakey in your side instead of Fui Mayono, well, you would have been on at least 116 plus uh, what? His four. Six. Oh yeah, hold on. Yeah, he would have got the defensive and yes, he would have had to do? 10 points to your side. He would have had 126, mate. Unlucky. Yeah. Instead, you got to settle for a measly 110. Terrible form. Oh, hold on. He got a two. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. No, 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 that's all right, though. 
That's all right. If I don't get to join them, I don't get to join them. I'm genuinely happy with my squad. It's just who would knock back the opportunity to strengthen it more with a Jakey boy as well. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, it was a very high-scoring game. Am I mistaken in thinking that Stewie cocked off a little bit early this week? Or was that last week where I thought he might have managed to pull through? Uh, last week, yeah, he cocked off. Ah, uh, Okay. Last week, I, I thought, I had to go and check. I was like, what? The f- he's, he's chasing points here. What's going yeah. on? And what, he, he seems awfully confident in himself. And then I realised, oh, wait, hang on. No, Luke Thompson's his captain. Oh, okay. That got yeah. him across the line. So. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what? Worldwide Prestige sitting second last, not uh, last, and still mate. only two games out of the top eight. Do you want to try to say that name again? Worldwide Prestige. Steve. 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 that's brilliant so that's the round in review I think bro yeah and uh, well that leaves us with uh, my favourite segment Cole's a prick Cole's a prick Cole's a prick well uh, I love it last week we did have the Cole's a prick but I get to let you talk while I piss we (laughs) (laughs) we uh, yeah we didn't we didn't have to go that way this week and when I say we, I mean I didn't have to go that way this week. Uh, Cole's a prick is pretty simple. It's uh, He's a prick this week because he didn't tell Kev about his captain. We had Kev sitting there all weekend with David Fafita named as his captain. Uh, didn't even bother to check. And Cole just stayed quiet. Stayed quiet. Had the lead on him. Stayed quiet. Cole, you don't care for the integrity of the game, and uh, that's not cool. You can't do that. You can't not care for the integrity of our game. <laughs> Thanks for chiming in there, Squib. Oh, it was better than the hearing while hit the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Love the echo as well. Uh, but look, i just like to take this point to say there is some validation in Cole being a prick. I believe the universe also thinks Cole's a prick. It took the opportunity to send Herman SASA off the field. Now, yes, I did send the message onto the banter page. Hey, Kev, have you checked your captain? Turns out Kev read it, changed it to Tino. I was feeling a little, a little guilty for about three hundredths of a second uh, when I realised, oh, hang on. If he uh, didn't have Tino as his captain, Cole might win, and then Herman gets sent. So the universe is on my side. Cole, you're a prick. Cole's a prick. Cole's a prick. Uh, yeah. Apparently he is. <laughs> That's Cole's a prick for this week. So um, now, how are you feeling, Scrib? Do you feel like doing our talking footy this week, or are we stretching this out a bit? Well, you know what? I think we're stretching it out a bit. Let's let's I, get into... I want to leave it for next week as well because I'd like a little bit more input from the boys. Um, I would too. So, guys, get on. get on. We've already told you. So, our, we'll tell you now. Our Talking Footy segment next week is going to be should Kronk be an immortal? Cooper Kronk. Yes. Should he be an immortal? Do you put him in the same page? 
as Cameron Smith, Billy Slater, Greg Inglis, uh, Jonathan Thurston. So that epic Queensland side, essentially. Does he deserve to be one of the immortals? So get on there, try and uh, leave some points. Even better, create a Zencaster account. Join us on here for the chat. We can do the chat early on, and then uh, we can just cut it into the right uh, segment. Uh, can, I, can I just say, Paulie, to be fair, we threw this out earlier. Oh, let me find my big speech. Oh, um, it was a bomb And so, to be fair to Hemorrhoid, he did chime in, and he did want us to reference one thing. Even though we're holding it off a week, I don't want to have to remember to scroll all the way back up to read yes, this. So yes, yes. Let me just like quickly reference it now. Is Paul Marta the worst CEO coach in <laughs> Dominato Cup history? <laughs> uh, I go back to my previous segment. Cole, <laughs> you're a prick. Cole's a prick. Cole's a prick. Um, I, I'd like to say yes, Cole, but I'm not agreeing with you here. No, I don't think he's the worst. I feel like there have been far worse a.k.a. some of those people. Let, let's talk about Brad, for instance, who named pretty much the whole Parramatta team when they were wooden spooners and then <laughs> didn't even bother to update his team throughout the season. So there have been worse CEOs. However, of the current group... Let's let's not forget about... No, the there's still Cabbage great, playing with us. Yeah, let's not forget about the great Stone and Wood. <laughs> yeah, the Stone and Wood. Or, there, there was even a year where we named him the boy, didn't we? We didn't even give him a name. We just <laughs> no. It was, it was the following year where we created the fake the fake account because That's we wanted right. we wanted an extra one. Or if anyone wanted to jump in, they could. I think this was before we started doing the drafts. We didn't have yeah. any buy in, and it was ah oh, stuff. It we'll just call this team Stone and Wood. Actually, I think I think the um it was the year after that one where the draft was introduced. Yeah. Because like, that, so, that was a big thing. They're like People missed out on uh, mm-hmm. signing a player or signing anyone yeah. during the bidding war. And it was just like, it was shitting after that. If you missed out yeah. on all your you know, silent auction bids, then like you were never catching up. So Yeah. So, yeah. so there you go, Cole. I did reference it for you. Um, and I stuck to my words. So everybody else, you can clearly see we're going to do it. But I, I do here. believe there was there was another CEO, especially early on, may still be kicking around. Um, absolute rubbish, like dead set spoon from start to finish. I think they called themselves the Bockhead, Boxheads back then. We'll have to do a little <laughs> bit of uh, investigative reporting, maybe get Yurik Hunt to come back in and uh, see if we can get to the bottom <laughs> of who the Boxheads were when they uh, got that spoon in the first year of their comp. <laughs> and while you're at it, let's get an interview with Gogs. I'm missing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's brilliant. Let's uh, get on the phone to Yurik. I'm sure he will come back, even though we've got some uh, creative differences, um, <laughs> and see if Yurik Hunt will uh, get us a bit of a scoop on the box heads and who they happen to be when they... Where are the they now? Where are they now? <laughs> All right. let's, let's just run with FB. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. So 
Next one is probably my favourite, and you've got one and uh, three. Yep. And... Now, mate, I did say last week that uh, you get to run this bad boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to let you do it, but my only request is that I jump in at number three and honourable yep. mentions we can split. Well, see, I'm a bit of a uh, symmetrical motherfucker, right? Yep. And I feel like, you know, number three is a solid one for you to call. Um, But at the same time, in that, I just feel like the flow works better when you do one and three, and I'll do two. So with that, as the person who's taking lead on this particular thing, Paulie... What's our number one nomination this week? Uh, Scoob, I'm going to just pull you back a little bit. You forgot to name the segment. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, okay. Did we not have a pause somewhere in there? No, I don't think Anyway, so. you know what? Let's... Welcome to... Go away, bitch. Uh, I'm taking a bit of a lead here because Paulie did hand the baton over, as you just heard in the last five minutes leading into... <laughs> Go away, bitch. Um, and so, here we go, Paulie. Number one nomination for this episode. Yes. So, the number one nomination for Go Away, Bitch, uh, Stuart to Paul. Me. All right. I just realized I did just do the whole third person. Felt like a dick for it. Uh, but... I love it. Just run with it. <laughs> uh, a bit of lead up to this. So, Stewie, congratulations, brother. Mate, that's... Uh, Sports bet multi you put up. Awesome. Yep. Credit where credit's due. Look, going to get the round of applause there from Squib. And you know what? I think there might even be a studio enhanced one later on. But, uh... <laughs> like the drum roll. <laughs> I mean, I mean, no, that's all me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you put your screenshot up. You showed us all your winnings. Unbelievable, mate. Well played, Great sir. job. Great job. Uh, and then... You know, fire a little uh, cheeky shot at you. Hey, Stu, do you want me to tell Kendall? You fire back. Uh, no, thanks. My response? Well, in that case, I'll accept that trade from James Fisher-Harris and Jake Chaboyevich <laughs> now, thanks. <laughs> Quick as you like, straight back with, fuck it, tell Kendall. <laughs> Go away, bitch. <laughs> Good job, <laughs> Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I'm not going to lie. I was throwing it out there hoping that I'll get the nomination for Go Away, Bitch. But no, no, I, I've got to give it to him. He definitely, uh, definitely had the comeback there to, to deserve it. <laughs> yeah, that, that was really good, Paulie. Uh, moving on to number two. Um, and it's hard to follow a really good one like that. Um, but earlier on... Give us a bit of a lead into this one, Paulie. Uh, so Where did... Yeah, this was James to me again. But uh, it was more about, like, yes, look, what can I say? I'm an optimist. Started putting some stuff up on the band page about, uh, oh, yeah, look, James, 15 more of those, and I'm, uh, I'm going to come back after Josh Curran scored. <laughs> and then next thing you know, I actually had another try. I was like, oh, hang on. 14 more of them and you're going to be in trouble. (laughs) James responds to the love heart. But then uh, I'll let you take it away from there, mate. And then James chimes in with the perfect, congrats, you may have reduced the gap to 20. Got to take some confidence into next round, don't you? 
Go away, bitch! And, uh, well played, James. I, I actually... we I missed this at first. It wasn't until going through looking for go away, bitch moments that I, I saw this and appreciated. That was good. That was a good job, See, James. So, um, the, the difference between me and uh, old Todd Greenberg there is if I don't get the love for what I feel is a good call... I'm going to throw it out there and go, well, where's the love for that bad boy? I don't even get it. James, <laughs> humble as fuck, just, you know what, no love, I'll just continue on with life then. And uh, <laughs> But in, he, in he retrospect, retrospect, very good call, James. That actually was pretty good, mate. And uh, that's why you're, well, you did two. run the NRL for a little while. You were no longer anywhere else. And therefore, you were simply just a number two when it comes to... Uh... Go away, bitch. Thank you very much, oh. mate. And, uh, well, <laughs> now we come into number three. And I'm sure anyone that was paying attention earlier can probably figure out why I'm doing it. Uh, number three is one Biggins Beavers CEO, Squibby, <laughs> to Ryan. And we spoke about it. There's not much more to say, but... 110 to 23. If that's not the biggest... Go away, bitch! ...moment of the year so far, I don't know what is and I don't know what will be. Uh, mate, what do you have to say? Well, as I stated earlier, Paulie, there are probably other blokes who deserved that kind of hiding. But at the same time, Ryan's pretty cheeky. And yep. I'm happy to deliver a... Go away, bitch! ...to him, courtesy of 110 scoreline. So uh, I'm quite proud of it, and I will run with it. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> there are just times where I feel like I'm too humble to be yes. able to uh, comment further on well, well, look, vlogging. Let's, let's just... I can see how awkward this is making you feel. <laughs> Stop dancing. Uh, we'll, we'll go on to the honourable mentions before we get into our winners. Uh, and honourable mention, again, I'm, I'm heavily involved here. This is just a, a short, short back and forth between one Ernest and myself. Uh, well, can I do the first one? You then? do the first one. Because I was a big fan. You know what, Ernest? This was actually pretty funny. <laughs> you can <laughs> add the last three rounds of Paulie and... Then you would get to 100. Go away, you know, bitch. The nearly, then you'd nearly get to 100. Dead set, fuck that up. But either way, go back through the banner page. You'll see it, guys. It actually was pretty funny. However, we move on to number two of the honourable mentions, Paulie. Yes, and this was my uh, retort to Ernest. Uh, if we add your last six rounds together, you're still an asshole. Go away, bitch. I, I actually genuinely broke out laughing loud. <laughs> that one. <laughs> I, uh, I, what time did you send that? Because I've, I've got a feeling I was at work. And I just uh, remember reading that guy. I can't remember. I, was, I, think it was, I thought it was late. You know, what, it, it was, was probably late too. Message. Maybe it was before I was about to drift off to bed. But either way, I do remember that. Yeah, that it was, was 10 o'clock last night, time. mate. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> what are you doing in the office? Either way, br br brilliant. 
All right, but I did like that. So, Paulie, I suppose we've got to name a winner here, don't yeah. we? I don't think it's right for uh, anyone to do this but me this week. So, uh, Squib, can we get a drum roll, mate? The <laughs> 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 winner this week, just hand him the trophy. Squibby! 123. Winner of. Go away, bitch! Good job, mate. Well deserved. Well deserved. Oh, well, that's my second one this year. I'm actually quite proud of that. Um, it actually goes right up there with the 100, 100 Club trophy that I've got. Oh, yeah, by the way, another perk of joining the 100 Club, you'll get a trophy. May or may not be true. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. There aren't many people to verify its existence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ryan, just agree to everybody who talks to you. How good's that trophy? <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely right. brilliant. I love well, that, that episode. All right, let's, uh, let's episode. fly through that segment. I'm with you, mate. I'm... <laughs> That's what I mean. I'm sorry, guys. I just had a stroke. Sorry yeah. to all the people. Yeah, look, and I really didn't need to see it. It wasn't, wasn't a pretty sight, Squid. <laughs> Still isn't. Don't you worry. <laughs> but uh, let's have a quick. Let's race through this because we have been going for a while. And, oh yes. But it has been fun. Truth be told, has been. Has been. I've actually genuinely enjoyed this episode as well. I feel like we're really working well together as a team. Yep. So round eleven, Dominado Cup, game number one, Benji Brilliance and Farabaras. I feel like Cole's going to be spewing that he only gets one shot at the Benji Brilliance this year. So it's one shot at the Dickhead Cup or the uh, Dickhead Double. One, one. You know what? I, I just think it adds further to whoever wins the Dickhead Cup here. Oh, Cole like, already won it. It's, it's, but you know what? It's the only oh, opportunity it's not for the to win it. No, I mean, let's be honest. They're already the two biggest Dickheads. <laughs> I might be lying, Cole. I've got you back, brother. But you know, <laughs> um, the Dickhead Cup, the, there can only be one winner this year. No, there it, isn't going to be an opportunity. Trouble, but it's it's got to be to beat oh, me and then beat you. or vice That's versa. Right. So he's already got the win against me under his belt. It was probably no one of his only getting, wins this week. He has yeah. no hope of getting the win against Benji Brilliance. Let's be honest. If there is every year that the Dickhead Cup will not go to Bradshaw, it is this year. Um, I'm sorry. I love the bloke. I genuinely do. But Yeah, I think um, all roads lead to Benji Brilliance victory in this one. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying as a cheap shot at you, Cole. Uh, I just think that, yeah, Benji Your Brilliance... Your team's shit this year, man. The the three P. Oh, in fact, I'm quickly. Oh no, he still sorry. hasn't. It's I'm still gonna go, three P Stadium, mate. It's he still three P Stadium, mate. You need to change that shit because it's not happening this year. I don't care what mate, you say. Optimism. <laughs> Just let him keep going. Like mate, there are people out there that is... think that the world is flat. So if he thinks he's going to be in three P Stadium, let him keep thinking. Okay. It's not the most far fetched right. idea. Okay, fair enough. You're, you're right there. You're, there are people who believe there should be one government for the world. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, yeah. you know what? Even that is <laughs> even less far-fetched than Bradshaw winning this week or yeah. winning a three-peat. So, you know what? <laughs> let's All let's right. move on. 
Game big two. Worldwide. Prestige. Steve. First Biggins Beavers. What do we got? Look, I'd like Look, to be confident, as, but I want you to be confident because I'm going to go the upset here. I'm not just to roll you up. I just think that every round has a potential for an upset, and I think this is this is the one. I think he's Ryan. Up get at me, brother. Did you get a win after your hundred points uh, week? No, like, nah, I that reckon he would have continued to celebrate. Confidence. Well, yeah, you know what, true. In, in true Biggins Beavers form and tipping comp form, I refuse to tip myself. So even I'm going to back worldwide prestige. You're not giving yourself the tip. Not giving myself the tip, mate. Because, no tip for, you know no what? Tip for the Beavers. If the Beavers win, I'm stoked because I'm the CEO of the Beavers. If the Beavers lose, it's okay. I still get a tip for it. Ah. Uh. All Up just here about for thinking, mate. Down there for dancing, okay? So All given just the tip. Yep. All right. Absolutely. Crazy, Crazy horses, cabbage. Versus Crazy horses, cabbage. Yeah, you know what? Let's it's, not even talk any further on that. Nothing more to add. Muffin stuffers backing up for 110 points. Tugboat have got this in the bag, easy. Ooh, yeah, I think, I think they do, but let's be honest. I had... Uh, 18, 18 points taken off me, and uh, you know he didn't really put me to bed that much. It looked like it was going to be a flogging at one stage, but couldn't go on with the game. So I don't know, not too sure about no. that one. Tugboat have this in the back. You know the one thing we have failed to mention at the start of this particular round is um, I don't know if you've done the research. I certainly haven't. Uh, is <laughs> What kind of impact are the suspensions and uh, sightings going to be? On well, that, that's what I was teams? thinking about. For I mean, boat. I was like, "Oh, did he have any?" I don't think he yeah. had anyone been last week. So, well, I can speak for myself, mate. And I lose Fui Mayono for five weeks, but I get Brandon Smith back this week. Oh no! So I'm actually, both. genuinely not upset about that. But uh, like. I wish I did a bit more research on what the suspensions would cost for teams. Yeah. In saying that, I still think Muffin Stuffers don't hope it, have a hope against... Uh, you know what, though? With the, the new rules, or the new interpretation of the rules, I think that there's a couple players in James' side that could be a little susceptible to going to the bin, you know? True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no. that Sean, we spoke about him earlier. Sean Kepi, big body, sometimes gets yeah. a little bit lazy, might creep up high. Mitch Barnett, bit of a hothead. Well, see, I would have thrown Mitch Barnett Even out there before I would have thrown Kepi. But, yeah. Oh, I'm but just you, working you know what, Tavanya, I'm actually surprised. Um, I genuinely thought he was going to lose it a bit over the weekend. Um, put himself back in. Mm. But, uh, oh, look, I, look I I'm, think... I'm sure you know, they, these are top-line players and... They've all got the discipline, yeah. but like just some of the things that you see from them just makes yeah. you think that, oh, hang on, he's surely going to end up in the bin at some stage over the next couple of weeks. I think he's walking a tightrope. Yeah. Let's just run with that at the moment. Um, as long as he walks the tightrope in about four weeks' time when I have to play him, then I'll be a bit <laughs> happy about that. So, uh, You know what? I Team think this of the next round game, coming up. You're 100% right, and I think it's the only time where you've had an 8th place team playing the ninth place team 
that actually is a game of the round. Well, I'm looking forward to this one. The Cecil oh. Hill Rangers versus Lord oh Farquhar. This is it's going to be winner winners in the eight, winner drops out, or oh, loser drops out. Yeah, I I genuinely think these two are going to be the two that are going to fight so, it out. Even if even if I get a win this week, I'm yeah. not I'm not making up that points differential. No, dead that I, terrible. I think. I think the biggest shame is that these two are only going to play this one time this year. So I'm willing to say it, hand on heart, whoever wins this week is going to be the number eight position in the top eight. I think there's potential for both these sides to go higher than eight. I, I think there's definitely potential to do that, but I genuinely think if we're if we're going to really split it down the line... If there's only one of these two teams that are going to make the top eight, this is the round that's going to decide which one it is. Fair enough. So, yeah. Um, All right, mate. Well, so, on three, I want your tip for it. I'll say mine. You say yours. Okay. One, two, three. Rangers. Rangers. Mate, you went after me. No, no. I... <laughs> <laughs> you stitched me up. Well played. No, I... I think of the two Rangers is the stronger team, but yeah. I, I still uh, think if Farquhar knock them off this week, um, I think Farquhar are going to be the ones that take the the top eight position. Yeah, well, it's so, going to be two points that you know they're never going to be able to catch back. Like you said, they're going to play right. each other again. So, yeah, but at the end of the day, like as I said, we're talking about the game of the round being between eight and nine, not not any higher. So. Yeah. Uh, look forward to that. That's going to be a good game. Um, and to round it out. <laughs> the game where Phoenix stopped their free fall. Um, you'd hope. God, you'd I hope. hope. God, I if hope. there is a time to be playing the Gronks, um, and again, I think you're very fortunate not to have to play them more than once, but if there is yep. a time you want to play the Gronks, I feel like now's the purple patch to catch them in. Yeah. Well, is it purple they're it. playing Unreal or they're Purple you're playing Unreal. Bit? Purple patch. Okay, well grateful. the the opposite to purple patch is the time to uh, play the Gronks. So I think that's a brown patch. A brown okay. <laughs> I think you've caught the Gronks in a brown patch. And <laughs> honestly, my view of this game is you're about to skyrocket the Gronks <laughs> or oh, you're about mate, to I- you're about to possibly make them the team that costs the top eight position for Lord Farquhar and Cecil Hill Rangers. Oh, Massive cool. call, but I'm willing to throw it out there. And you know what? Um, just quickly before I forget, uh, can you cut and paste in this podcast? Oh, because mate. we forgot to mention we have new sponsors for the Coles of Prick. Uh, oh, no, it's all right. Don't worry. We'll leave that for next week. Okay, well, we'll hang on to that next week. Big announcement next week, people. New sponsors for at least a segment on the show, and uh, we'll get to that. But, yeah, I'm going to go Gronks. I'm sorry. I am going to go Gronks in this one. All good. Um, Only because we rated them very high at the start of the year, and it's a bit of a surprise to see them in the patch they're in. Yeah, Logic says to go Gronks, and uh, a bit similar to you. It's best to go against yourself. Because <laughs> if you win, you win. Your... If you lose, at least you were right in predicting it. 
Was it three Simbins in the send-off? Yeah, fuck So off. let's write Papali off already and your three Simbins. Are you even going to have them for this week? Um, <laughs> no, well, Leota didn't get suspended. Oh, well, okay, good. <laughs> well, I think Papali might have been the only one suspended, so yeah. I think. All right, well, you might have got lucky there. But yeah, in all honesty, I think if there's a week for you to play the Gronks, it's this week. Yeah. And think yourself lucky you only get to play him once, so... Uh, yep. Good job. Well, mate, <laughs> uh, we're about to call full-time on this, and I think it's fitting Absolutely. we're about to hit the 80-minute mark, so... Uh, mate, but what a show. Fun. To be fair, I've genuinely enjoyed this show. I uh, had a lot of fun, so thank you very much, Paulie. Oh, mate, it was uh, nice, nice, to, uh, nice to focus on something different for a little bit. You know what? Good, yeah, and and you're hundred percent right. I have enjoyed the footy talk this week. We we've got into it with uh, all the shit that's going on in the NRL, and I've genuinely enjoyed it. So thank you very much, mate. What a good show. Usually we save this chat for after the show, but you know what? I'm bringing it forward a little bit this week. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you, I've genuinely enjoyed this show. So thank mate, you very much. It, it is the highlight of the week. Especially when Preckled Phoenix are going as shit as they are. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it easier. <laughs> oh, look, might have got flogged, but hey, at least got the podcast coming up and I can just unload on coal. <laughs> and more importantly, it is a heaps easier podcast to do when Biggins Beavers are actually winning and putting oh, 100 points on teams. So. How shit would it be if we were both being, you know, like, arse <laughs> every game? No, you know what? It would probably be a heaps better podcast because all we'd do is pay shit on the top eight, <laughs> like every one of them. The rest of you boys have saved it. There's obviously a bit of a duel between uh, Paulie and Cole, and that always adds to it. But look, you know what? Motherfuckers, I'm open to a feud. <laughs> I don't, I don't have my boy Gogs around anymore. And everybody knew that the Gogs and Squibby clashes were epic. I don't have him around. And I miss him. So I'm open to a feud. Any of you fuckers want to launch into me on the banner page, I won't take it to heart. I, I won't take it to heart. And it will add fuel to these beautiful podcasts. So I'm just picturing Cecil come running in from the back fence now. You know what? He's too much of a good kid. Yeah, but he'll won't try. Be he will try. But you know what? Fuck you, cabbage. Go shitting in pot plants, you shit cunt. Nobody. <laughs> you don't beat nobody at the cabbage patch. So hopefully you listen to this. Log in, brother. Let's get into it. Like, honestly, um, uh, please, please. <laughs> I, I try and chime in on the Paulie and Cole, but I just feel like the third wheel. Yeah. I feel like the awkward, awkward cunt Mate, pulling look. my dick in the in the corner while these two are just making passionate love, <laughs> and it's just fucking weird. So it's like you're doing so, the, you're doing the Dylan Napa while uh, we're doing the Kane Evans. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> and it's just not it's just not the same. So you know what? I I'd like to get in there and myself so please feel free uh launch into me and Ernest, you don't count you just fuck you um <laughs> but keep, keep trying mate keep trying but it, keep trying it is good to see it is good to see you on the Ernest is my favorite on the banner page he because he tries but because he's too much like a school teacher it just doesn't have the same effect <laughs> I've told you, Ernest, just call more people cunts. <laughs> Moon Man in the morning finds a way to do it without actually calling him a cunt. Like, 
be smart like that. That's the kind of intelligence we want from somebody, not, oh, my God, you're such a boring fuck. Okay? <laughs> so I'm just throwing it out there. I'm legitimately trying to start a fight now. <laughs> I don't even care who it's with. Come at me. But let's go, guys. <laughs> yeah. Let's run straight. Let's see how it goes. But, Paulie, what a show. Thank you very much. Mate. It's been great. At least it's one thing. Bye, fan sports. See you later, sports fans. See yeah. ya.